Hi everyone, welcome to PodCouch Plays D&D. I'm Tyler from the Talk and Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Eden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Eden. I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. Hi everyone, welcome to PodCulture Plays D&D, where... Josh has had enough of streaming, so that's never going to happen again. And we're going to play us some good old-fashioned Dungeons and Dragons. How's everyone been? Pretty good. How about you? Good. Busy. It's been crazy, but I'm looking forward to tonight. Excellent. I've been looking forward to playing with you guys. It's been, uh, as I was, as we were having in our little pre-recording talk, it has been insane. And uh, Ethan and I are also getting ready to go overseas and see our one of our brothers get married. So that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, it's actually his older brother, my younger brother. It's the oldest of my funny. younger brothers. That's not funny. I know. It's just <laughs> interesting. Maybe to someone. Yeah, it's Definitely. Good. Anyway, so in our last adventure, actually, before we get onto that, um. I do want to say a, a bit of a hi to um, Mike DeFrancisco, who tweeted me about our last our, about the last episode I released, which was um, the last episode of Zargash. He said it was good, but um, he, he liked it, but it was a bit sad, Aww. which is yeah, yeah, pretty well how we felt. If, if Mike had been able to see my face as the events of that episode were unfolding, I think he would have, yeah, like I was literally <laughs> just like mouth agape. Like, you, you were not. You were not actually, happy with me. No, but, <laughs> I, I was in trouble. Realized, like, just because of how chill Kevin was, like, I could, I figured out that this was not something like horribly mean you were doing to him. <laughs> but that didn't mean I wasn't upset about what was happening. <laughs> I understand. I draw I, my character, especially, and me personally, had been very attached to Zargash from day one, and Kevin's silliness was just like lovely. And so the fact yeah. that I realized we were losing it was real sad. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly how you feel. But thankfully, we have the rest of the group and all of our shenanigans, and we still have our bag. Yeah, <laughs> for the moment. I was so tempted to take that off you when Zargash oh, jumped man. out of the wagon. I was so <laughs> tempted. You know what? If it ever comes down to Fluffy or the bag, you can take the bag. I were as long as we get to keep Fluffy, I'm fine. Okay. Don't don't raise your eyebrows like that. I saw that. Don't do it. No, 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 no. Sure I'll, I'll keep these down. Okay. Stop putting ideas <laughs> in his head. <laughs> it's cheating if he steals the idea from me. He likes coming up with original stuff. <laughs> one one day Ethan will guess one of my story hooks. But I've guessed them all so far. You've guessed none. Anyways. Last week, your party had blitzed the ballroom, uh, defeated the ghouls and the ghoulish jester, whose name is Franco. Um, And you guys had... Yeah, you you guys were pretty much finished up there. Uh, And a lot of you guys were hoiting, if I recall. Uh, Yeah, I'm down to 17 hit points. So... That's the lowest I've ever been at, I believe. I'll be all right. Uh, I guess, wait, maybe that would be... Hold on, we've been carrying around a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe I should drink a potion or cast a thing. Because that feels... Hmm. 
Oh my goodness. I always try to do that before we start, and then I just can't. I keep yawning. Yeah. This is uncontrollable. You shouldn't be awake at 1 a.m., Ethan. Um, okay, so what, yeah, what would you guys like to do? Short I'd, rest. Like to, I'd like to drink a healing potion. Short rest. Okay. Oh, short rest? Can we do that here? You absolutely can. Way? Well, oh. look, there's no enemies around. So I would allow a short rest. Okay. So Take time the way... The exactly. The way short rests work is you guys can roll um, hit dice to regain hit points. Now, I think all three of you have got an ability or an item you can use. Yeah. Yes, and you've got Song of Rest. Aiden, you've got Medic. Ethan, you've got the Teapot. Yeah. So the way I'm, I'm going to work this is each of you roll one of your hit dice, which in the case yeah. of... Um, Gary and Amethysia is a D8, in the case of Aiden, is a D10. Not a D20, Tyler. Dang it. <laughs> oh, and you add your constitution bonus. Some okay rolls. So wait, what do I... Hold on, I'm, I'm reading my Song of Rest thing, because I haven't gotten to use that in a while. I think uh, it's a D... So it says... C? Yeah, you were, you were getting them to the right place, I believe. Uh, yeah, you can spend hit dice uh, at the end of a short rest. Each creature that does so regains an extra 1d6 of hit points. Okay. And so everybody who can hear me playing the music, basically. Yeah. So Salivarius is he's laying down. He's taking repose. He, he's brought out, like, a small set of paper and charcoal, and he's just, like, drawing you guys as you're resting. He's so not going to paint you like those French girls. Don't worry. I was going to say, so I, paint me like one of those elven girls. <laughs> you so don't want that. So I roll a D8 and then a D6? Is that what I... Uh, yes. And, my, um, and everybody else gets to roll a D6 as well. Oh, well, of course I did. Yeah. Um, and add your constitution bonus, which I think is like two or three or something. And okay. because... Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. You're, you're doing terrible. Um, oh. Aiden has an ability called Medic, if I recall. Yes. Which is another D6. For all of us? Yeah. Wait, do we roll a D6 for Song of Rest? You roll D6 for Song of Rest, D6 for Aiden, D4 for your teapot. Okay, I'm just going to roll 2D6, because you can't stop right. me. No, I can't. There you go. Well, I was going to copy and paste, but the thing is moving too fast, so now I'm just going to okay. type. <laughs> and, so there's uh... one more D6 for Tyler's. Oh, wow, I really can't roll at all. You can roll another hit dice. That's okay if you need to. Mm, nah, that seems cheaty. Eh, that's okay. Um, I, I'd allow it. Well, yeah, I know, but like, I don't, it's, that doesn't feel right because I didn't do anything for it. Um, you leveled up. You did something for it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we'll watch. Hold on. Okay. Let's see what happens. And, and I rolled that d20. Salivarius turns his drawing around and asks, what do you think? And it's a very basic rendition of you guys. Ah, that's pretty cute. Stick Not my best music. work, though. Not my best. Hmm. Oh well, an artist's work is never finished. Okay, I have to do some math now because that all the rules are now spread all over the place on our slide. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Sorry, can you remind me what we're supposed to roll? Because I was gonna. Do I need to re-roll that for Fluffy? Uh, you roll Fluffy's hit dice, which are D eight. So, j- just add your D sixes and D fours to it. She can have a little cup of tea. Actually, that is the most adorable image I can imagine now. Just Fluffy lapping up a small cup of tea. Oh. Five, plus eight, plus my constitution. So I'm, I'm pretty sure both of us are full health now. Okay. Is everyone... Just, just let me know when I'm, all you guys have done all your math. I'm not full up, but I'm much closer. Okay. Okay. As you take your rest and repose, the atmosphere of the house is, is just oppressive and just... You don't feel like you're really, really just like... You're not resting like you would ordinarily rest. Can each of you give me a d4? Uh, four. Two. Okay. One. All right. Oh, we got to take migraine game. damage. You're going to take psychic damage equal to what you just rolled. I mean, I do have I got a that. Right now, so that's appropriate. I got that, that plot thing correct. <laughs> you did. <laughs> All right, so one damage. Think. That that was not as bad as it could have been. Does this, tea, tea, does this tea taste like headache to any of you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, it tastes fine to me. Wonderful. So let me guys. Uh, let sorry. Let me know, guys, when you want to move on. Um, we already looted this room, right? You did. Okay. You got okay. gems and a bottle of brandy. That. You really shouldn't use to set the place on fire. Please. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Actually, as you guys pack up to go, um, you see a spirit rising out of the body of that jester. And he, he just looks at you just with ill regard. Don't give us the stink eye, mate. You started it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't start anything. I wasn't supposed to be here. Oh. Piss well, off, ghost. We, where were you supposed to be? This is not my place. And he just fades. Man, people, people always give us, like, half an answer to a question and then disappear. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. Didn't we make an agreement with a nice, friendly ghost in like the last room that we we're gonna—he was gonna give us treasure if we got him out of here? Yeah, it was something like that. Well, I like treasure. All right, let's go on to the next room. Excellent. Your party progresses into a hallway with two rooms: a closer one on the right, the furthest one on the left. The footsteps you've been following get louder and start to stomp towards the further door. Well, I sounds like maybe the furthest door is the way to go. We're still following these footprints. I mean, that would be my assumption as well. I do like that even though he knows that we know how the house, quote-unquote, works, that he still keeps putting other doors in front of us just to see if we'll take the bait. And I will admit, I am tempted. But no. <laughs> okay. As you guys progress down the hallway, the, the smell and the mustiness... Of this place is it's starting to get to you 
Um, I mean, this this worm is this wood. Sorry, is wormy, and every step you take, the floor doesn't just creak. You can almost feel it like it's ready to crack. Thank God Zagash isn't here. He would have gone straight through, and you guys would have been in the front door again. Um, kidding. Um, as you pass the door on the right, you notice something very strange about that doorway. There's no fog. Oh. oh man. That's a good thing, well, no, right? Isn't yeah, it's good until we walked through it and it was like invisible fog and now we're at the front again. Well, can we, if there's no fog, can we look into the room without passing through the doorway? Yeah, you can peek. R roll me a perception. We've never been more scared to go through a door. Okay. I know. Wonderful. So, you guys pass by the door, and you notice that it, like, you peek in, and you can see what looks like a library. Well, that's what Aiden can see, unless anyone else wants to roll a d20. And I'll roll one for Salivarius. Nah, I just, I'm just going to walk in. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm peeking. I'm not. I'm very wary of doors. Okay. I rolled a 19. You so did. That's I, really I, good. You and Salivarius both. Um, the two of you look in, and you're able to see an odd pattern of colored light on the floor. It, it looks very, very much what you would get if light, if sunlight was coming through a stained glass window. Hmm. Salivarius pauses just for a second. He clasps his hands in prayer for a moment, and you hear him speaking under his, like, just in kind of a whisper, and he looks up towards that room. Oh, that is odd. That room is consecrated. I can feel holiness in there. Hmm. Do you think it's safe, Sal? Well, dear lady, he says as he draws his rapier, I'm game to find out. We could, I uh... I bet that's treasure. <laughs> Tyler, I see the look on your face. Is it, are, you, are the next words that are going to come out of your mouth shove Sal through the doorway? <laughs> no, it was going to be tie a rope around Sal and then shove him through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see he, what happens. He might like that. You, you may not want to tie a rope around him. You'll, you'll give him ideas. Oh. All right, Sal. Sal's our kind of guy, apparently. Yeah. Let's. Uh, he yeah, he no, came. Sal, he Sal came works. with fifty feet of silk rope. <laughs> All right. Yep. Let's uh, let's head on in. Okay. Right. The, this room is unlike any of the other rooms you guys have seen so far. This room feels calm. The texture of reality here is closer to proper reality, and the feeling of death and decay. It's almost like it's not present. The books themselves appear to be preserved. Um, there's the musty smell of old leather and paper. Um, but otherwise, this feels like an ordinary room. Man, we should have sure rested in here, guys. Perhaps. Each each of you give me a perception. I'm going to roll my dice. 17 plus I'm numbers. Okay. Crystal, you don't notice it? Um, Aiden, you pick up on it straight away. You see fresh mouse droppings. Hmm. So you also realize that implies that there are living creatures in this room. 
And when you, like, kind of check the mouse droppings, they feel like they're reasonably fresh. And you can see, like, new ones and old ones. So this room doesn't feel like it's been touched by what happened to the rest of the house. All right. Well, this is where we're going to live for the rest of our lives. So, uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody pick a corner. Very good. Zelda, also, um, as you walk into the, as you walk through the room, checking things out, um, against the south wall, you can see a small shrine set into a window. The window itself is stained with the design of. Um, actually, each of you, give me another D twenty. And Salivarius would probably know this. No, you didn't. You roll it in the thing. Oh, you rolled a one. What? Oh, did you? No, roll it in the room, Ethan. In the room. In the room. I can't see that. Very good. Okay. Gary, Amethysia, and Salivarius all know that this window is essentially a shrine dedicated to the god Heimdar, who's the god of justice, law, and knowledge. Um, uh, hey, Tyler, I see the confused look on your face. This is this window here. This is Aiden. Heimdar. That's Bless not you. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, Heimdar, isn't that Idris Elba's character in the Thor movies? No. Shush. Okay. <laughs> Shush, Ethan. So I can apply psychic damage whenever I like. I, I control this world. He does have a point. Yeah, see? It's pretty good. Um, you guys know that in the houses of the rich and powerful, it's a very, very common affectation to have a shrine like this in your library. And usually it would have been blessed by a very powerful and important cleric when the house was dedicated. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Cool. What would you guys like to do? Look for the book. We're in a library. All right. Well, each of you give me another perception, preferably in the room. Ethan. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Tyler, you, like Aiden. Oh, Salivarius. Oh, Salivarius. Oh, well. I no, do declare. <laughs> I do declare, Mr. Salivarius. Um, you guys find a, you guys find a lot of books on a lot of different things. Um, this is a really, really good library. And you find a few rarer manuscripts that you could potentially sell again, I mean, for about 300 gold pieces or so. So, I mean, they're, they're, fairly, they're fairly good books and they're like first editions, they're well engraved, the author's signature is in the front, they're dedicated to the owner, all that kind of thing. And you guys also find that the shrine itself has a small ampule of holy water and a small scroll that details a ritual that would give someone their last rites and allow their spirit to move on to the next world. Whoa. Oh no, are we going to run into Thargash's soul? Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. I don't like it. No, you're making faces. Stop making faces. This is just my face. Uh, uh, I don't like it. Grab the damn scroll, everybody, and let's... The okay. holy water. Did you guys want to take a rest in here? Because as far as you can tell, it is safe. 
can I investigate more for those rats? Or is there anything further I can do there? Um, what what do you want to do? Give, give me a uh, yeah, bit I of walkthrough. Look, a, look around for, for you know, if there's like a hole in the wall or some kind of obvious rat nest-like thing. Okay. You're able to find, a, like, a mouse nest. And, I mean, you can tell that these mice are coming and going, but not much more than that. Alright. I don't... I, 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 not much to say there. I'm at a loss! I'm, yeah. uh, okay. I mean, I have 32 out of my 37 hit points. You got, how are you all on health? 36. No, 32 out of... How are you guys looking time. for spell slots and key points? Ooh. I'm bad on spell slots. Oh, yeah, I don't get key points, key points back for short resting, do I? No. Can I, I mean, ask? We would have to sleep in music, right? You would have to sleep. I mean, I can set an alarm and then we can sleep because I alarms only a level one spell. Yeah. Wait, that's this. And it's a right? ritual. Yeah. It's a ritual. <laughs> oh, it's a ritual. So you okay. you cast it without um, using okay, a spell yeah. slot, which is what cool. which is what's so, amazing about it. So I'm gonna set an alarm. Uh, against on the door for this room. Wait, are there any other? You said there's a stained glass window. Yeah. But does it appear? To, does the stained glass window open, or is it for decoration only? No, it's it's decorative only. Okay. Are there any other ways into this room other than the door? No. Okay, I'm setting an alarum on the door. Not that you can see. Oh <laughs> well, I mean, we could investigate for secret okay. passages all day, but. Okay. All right. If we're gonna if we're gonna do a, a, re a long rest, then can I uh, detect magic on the room? Sure. And just use that up. Do I need to roll for that? No, that's okay. Um, you cast detect magic. Um, your eyes open, and the only magic you can really sense is a little bit of. Thank you, Tyler. That's hilarious to watch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to put some, like, elevating music to, like, Tyler looking around for things. Um, all you really see is a slight residue of a holy aura coming from the window. But, I mean, it's it, it's about as intense as a, as a pleasant spring breath of wind. Like, it, it's nothing really amazing. Okay. Excellent. Nap time, y'all. Nap time. You guys all sleep for eight hours. You cycle through your watches, but nothing happens. You regain all your hit dice. I'd say you're back at full health and all your capabilities. Yay. All right, yeah. so maybe we won't die. Hooray. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, when, right, I, so when I want you to. Um, I mean, oh, shit. Um, sorry. Someone did attack us? No. No, I was... He was just making a joke about killing us. Yeah. You know, you good think, night, sleep well. Do you really I'm think almost death like would stop me messing with you? <laughs> I mean, if Josh killed us all, you wouldn't have anyone to DM with. That's I true. Mean, he does have other groups. Uh, you know, they're they're not like you. The they're not channel. like you. <laughs> they're different. They're not as fun. I hope they don't listen right, well, to now this. That I'm... Now that I'm all rested, uh, who wants to help me move one of these bookshelves over so we can tip it in, in through the, gla the stained glass window and jump out the window? 
You want to try that? Yeah, I don't think we should do that. I was going to piss off Andrew's elbow. You can always come back. <laughs> we'll come back and do that if there's... Okay, there's okay. Like, like it's too that hard. guy doesn't look... He looks angry. So... I, I wouldn't mess with Halmdar. He's... He's... He, he cranky. Don't okay. mess with Stringer Bell, guys. <laughs> I love that episode when he was just like at the shops, just like buying things. It was great. Just like, hmm, hmm, fruit. Hmm, it's good. Um, okay, so the... We okay, got, so we you got, guys um, exit out onto the hallway? Got, yeah, we got Holy Water, and what was the name of the scroll we got? I'm typing it up. Um, uh, just call it Last Rites. Last Rites. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, your party... Okay, your party goes to the hallway, and you enter the small room. Um, it is similar to the library in shape and size, but the orientation is different because it's on the opposite side of the hallway. You can now almost see the outline of a man standing before you as he would enter the room. At the desk is a well-dressed and nervous-looking servant. As the footsteps progress further, you can see him look up in horror, and a gurgled scream is stuck in his throat as he is lifted and pushed bodily against the wall behind him. You can almost hear the suggestion of a voice in the room. The servant chokes for a few seconds and then gasps out an answer. He falls to the ground, breathing deeply, before he bends around violently as the air is pushed from his lungs. You can tell from his movements it appears as if someone is kicking him while he lies on the ground as he tries to get his breath back. The room fades back to reality as the shadow and the footsteps go straight back past and through you. And you can now see around you. Uh, to the north, you can see, which is like the same direction as what you came in, and you can see a mummified skeleton in the fetal position on a chair behind the desk. The room itself is small with a larger and far more comfortable looking chair on your side of the desk. Ledgers are piled around and all over the desk, although they are somewhat faded with age. So what we guys like to do. Is there anything around here that's going to tell us where to find this book? I don't know. Uh, I mean, if you want to look around, you could. I'm getting real sick of this ghost house. I'd like to look <laughs> through the ledgers. Alrighty. Roll me an investigation. Oh, uh, wait. Investigation? That's my specialty. Well, you were... You... Just stop it. I... No. Me. I like, to I like to imagine Amethysia going towards the ledgers and then Gary going, oh, oh, and then like jumping in front of her and like, no, I got this, I got this. Just sort of shoving her out of the way. And then he fumbles the book around and I grab it back from him and roll better. Okay. So, Gary, you're looking at the book. I mean, you, you're understanding what you're looking at. You're looking at numbers. Amethysia, though, because you're all better, um, actually, it's probably pretty equal given all the bonuses you guys have. So I'm um, going to yeah, say my you... intelligence is bad, but I'm proficient in investigation. So. Yeah. Gary's got like that observant skill though. Yeah. I got plus five to yeah. intelligence investigation. So, just, just to be fair, I'm going to say you guys arrive at this, this conclusion at the same time. Um, you guys can see that this man was in very, very serious debt. Like, well, haven't we all tried to do an insurance ghost fraud? <laughs> not recently um, you can see a map of the country as well and in particular you can see marks in Red Elk and you see one off in the countryside 
and you and you guys are able to like put together this map. This was where the village was, where the orcs raided. So this village is marked on the map where all this began. Oh dang! Hmm. Um. There's not really any notes on the map. There's just like red ink circling certain areas. Can I rummage through the desk? You can. Give me a uh, perception or investigation. W what do you add to your everything? Uh, is that wisdom? Yeah. Or yeah. intelligence? Yeah. Wisdom is plus three. Okay. And you're proficient. So you got a 13. Um, you just think it's a fairly ordinary desk. Are there drawers? Um, yeah. I mean, you open the drawers, you find a couple of quills, a few okay. ink bottles. That's about it. Um... Anybody want to check the dead guy? I mean, mummies aren't really my specialty. It's going to totally attack us. My, my mummy's already dead, so... I'm fine. You can do it then. Get Fluffy to check it. All right, I'll check, I'll check the mummy. Um, this is just a dead body. When I said mummified, I mean it's just like old. And like oh, decrepit, like decomposed but or like exactly. But um, okay. the things that happened to the other um, people in this house didn't happen to him. He didn't have an undeath. But as you search him, you also find a like tucked into his shirt a silver chain, and on the end of that silver chain, you find a symbol of Torniac. Hey, that's a name we've heard before. Yes. It would help if I could but remember in what context gonna... we've heard that before, but I know I've heard it. That's the I was going to say, Salivarius wasn't there for that. We should, you should explain to Salivarius what that Tomiak <laughs> mean. I don't even have to roll. Um, Salivarius looks at it and says, huh, this man was a priest in the Church of Tornyak. That's interesting. And he Puts it back. Okay. Is there anything else you guys want to do? Would it be that wrong to take the, the holy symbol just in case we need to avoid undeadification? I um, mean, we, can. we have holy water. I don't remember sure. picking okay. any of them. Write down holy I symbol can... of Tornyac. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. My mommy's going to come after us in a minute. Are there any uh, ex other doors than the one that we came in? Give me a perception. And if anyone else wants to door? check anything else, uh, no, you find no doors. There's nothing else in there. I was just being a shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holy water wards off evil things. Does it also protect good things? It, no. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think I know what you mean. is a world that I am not still that familiar with. That's okay. That's okay. I just know, you know, like things from movies. So, okay. okay. I was gonna, I was so, gonna give our mummy friend a couple drips, just as like a, you know, we apologize for taking your holy symbol thing, but if that won't help him, then it's all good. Uh, I was gonna say we do have the last right scroll, and this guy didn't get zombified or whatever. Maybe 
giving him his last rites will free the curse or something? Well, he's the one. He he wasn't cursed though, right? This is just a normal dead body. So like, how do we know? Like, this is the only one that like it appears isn't stuck in the house. This guy seems like he died normally. Although being in the fetal position is weird. Like that's not normal for how you die. So um, if we Gary, use this last... give me a medicine. I just want to follow these footsteps and get this dang book. Okay, Gary, you can tell that the reason he would have been in the fetal position, at least down to your medical reasoning, is he would have been in pain. And it looks like what killed him was essentially like like overwhelming necrotic damage. But yeah, these things happen. Let's follow the footsteps. Very good. You guys exit the room. And you follow the sound of the footsteps, the footsteps back to the ballroom. Um, it's very similar to how it was, except it now seems different. Like it's not quite as old. The room still has that corrupt and musty feel to it, but you can see tiny little motes of sunlight poking through one or two of the windows. Um, also, the portrait is back up on the wall, and it it, it almost looks like it's new again. You can now see the face of Anton de Vitisaka. Um, he is a handsome, he's a fairly handsome man. Um, he's got curly black hair and, and yeah, he's quite a handsome guy. Eh, not my type. Fair enough. I want to check behind the painting. Okay. Um, there is a blank wall. And as you came into this room, you can see the shadowy outline of a man making its way up the stairs. Hey, hey, shadowy outline of a man, where are you going? <laughs> it does not react. All right, well, let's follow the, the shadowy man. Okay. We'll put um, this, tell you what, we'll, we'll each of you give me a perception speech. check first. We'll consider stealing that's, the paint. That's Josh's way of saying, no, no, there's something else for you to see here. Don't leave yet. Yeah, there is. 17 Just plus numbers. numbers. Okay. Um, Gary, Aiden, you guys look at the painting and you just think, do we, do we know this guy? Because he kind of looks vaguely familiar. But like it was someone you may have known once. Hmm. That's an interesting coincidence. Yeah. He looks familiar. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's not like you've seen him, but someone who looks like him. I mean, do I have to roll a reminiscence roll or a memory roll? If you want to give me a history check, sure. Nineteen. Oh, nice. Um, as you're looking at the painting, Salivaris is just walking past, and you look at him, and you look at the painting, and you look at Salivaris. Oh. And you look at, oh, and Salivarius is like, what? Uh, is this Davidisaka guy, like, is he someone you know? Is he like an uncle or something? I have no family. I was found by the priests of Chennai on the doorstep of the church. I never knew. Okay, so yeah. that means you have family. 
He's totally this guy's long, long, long lost son. Aren't we all family? Aren't we all one in the embrace of the goddess? Pal, this is serious. We may have just found your daddy. Yeah, some of us are I like have no literally father. family. I don't know, dude. Look at that guy. Then look at yourself. Here, just, Sal, hold on. Just go stand by the painting for a moment. Just stand there for a second. <sighs> the key is He's had enough. All right, all right. Sorry, I should probably explain to the audio listeners what I just did. He kind of looks, puts his face in the similar thing, holds his arms and kind of shrugs like, are you happy? Okay, so now I'm going to find something shiny and hold it up so Sal can see himself next to the painting. To be honest, dear lady, I don't care. I came all to right, terms well. with what I am in my nature a long time ago. Who this yeah, man may be and who I may be to him is as irrelevant as my last meal. Well, that, that's pretty thats pretty cool and philosophical. Can we go up these stairs and kill your dad? <laughs> Works for me. Uh, what All is right. your guys' marching order going up the stairs? Salvaris first. <laughs> <laughs> Meat shield! <laughs> uh, I will follow Salvarius, though, so that way I can potentially Thunderwave less people <laughs> <laughs> very nice i mean it's, it's wide enough you guys could go two by two okay me and sal are in the front then okay okay your party comes up the stairs and you are assaulted by a cacophony of sensory overload for a moment each of you sway and clutch your hands to your head it is but a moment oh, but it's enough head. each of you are reliving the worst your worst moments of trauma um Aiden, for you. Bag ran out that one time. <laughs> no, I've got something worse for you. Um, Aiden, okay. you are reliving that day when you had to flee the village, except this time you don't make it. Amethysio, you are reliving the death of your parents, except this time you're still in the room as the house collapses in flame. Gary, you are reliving your vision of the end of all of existence, except this time there are no heroes. There is no salvation. The universe is ended. Jeez. Yeah, wow, I got a pretty fucking heavy vision. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes, what did you all just think? That, that, that was like, what? I just saw the end of everything. What's up with you? Oh, you know, a house collapsed. Hey, you know what? It just it, it explains a lot of my obsession with set fire and setting things on fire. And you know what? Don't judge me. <laughs> okay. As you come up the stairs, your party looks at each other like, oh, that was some intense shit, right? Okay. Um, Did you guys get the universe ending thing too? <laughs> not yeah, quite, totally. dear boy, though. That would have been a mercy. Ugh. Brandon. Damn you, Brandon. Um, you see, as you come up the stairs, you see a large gallery. What may have once been a family chapel at some point. You can see carved into the brickwork old religious symbols that have since been decayed or just deliberately desiccated. Along the north wall, you can see what looks like it was a stained glass window, but it's now just covered in this thick black powder. Um, the doors leading to the east and the west wings of the second level have been crumpled inwards and the brick world has, brickwork has fallen in. 
In the middle of the room, you can see an ornately carved pulpit made from obscenely dark mahogany wood inlaid with mithril. The shape of the pulpit is reminiscent of the hellish language you've seen on those scrolls, and around the pulpit, painted in wax, a pentacle with now burned-out candles at each intersection. The footsteps you've been following walk out from behind you toward the pulpit. As the noise gets closer, a, han sorry, a human form begins to coalesce. He's a handsome enough man, although you can see from the grey hairs on his head and beard that he's aged well before his time. His face is gaunt and betrays a lack of sleep for what looks like weeks. The sound around you deadens as you watch him begin a ritual. He raises his hands to the air, and as he speaks, you can see a blade emerge through his belly from behind. Blood erupts from his mouth as the coughing pulls him to his knees, and you can see a thin rivulet of scarlet land on the circle, breaking its waxen shape. The young man behind him is, he looks like a younger version of this man. You may have seen him, you saw him before in the, um, the fireplace room. He is the son of Davidasaka. His face is a rictus of pain as he watches the light fade from his father's eyes. Each of you has the same flashes behind your eyes as you witness the event that took place before, before now. Vidasaka had wanted to take from all the guests within the house their life force, to drain them, and for have for himself an extended lifespan totaling hundreds of years. Instead, the ritual went completely wrong, and it turned their life to unlife and tore from himself his very humanity. Your eyes flash open in time to see his form being torn asunder by darkness as the flesh peels from him, and then his bones shatter, ripping away, leaving only behind him a shadowy form. This form then spreads wings and horns, its legs twining together to form a long tail. The creature's next action is simply to grab Davidasaka's son and bury its claws straight into his face. He falls backwards, the blade tumbling from his fingers as you can just tell his soul is brutalized by this creature. Each of you hears an, a shriek and an echo in your mind as it turns to face you. Oh, so it's still here, then. Why did you come? Would you believe a real estate agents? <sighs> Probably not. With the shape of this market, I mean, uh, we my God, really have you looked at the prices? Honestly, Ranger. I mean, we, uh, and I'm going to stop talking like that, because I know it doesn't record very well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we heard you throw really good parties here, and, uh, you know. I was just waiting for a mate to show up. <laughs> Do not I mean, the house disrespect me. Okay, so... I will tear the life from your souls. I you will know what? I believe you. you. I, I, I believe... It's just... not yet attacking. Look, we're we... just like... We're librarians, right? And there's this long overdue book. It's really important that we get it. Alright? The book is I, mine! I, I was uh, promised! I was promised! All I the creature to now goes insane, and we roll initiative. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, good god. Okay, this creature, it did not do well. Uh, did does anybody think it will be effective if I take the holy water and throw it on him and yell, "The power of Christ compels you"? Um, Christ. 
Christ doesn't exist in this world. Okay. Um, it got a nine. Salivarius is going dead last because he rolled a one. Um, Crystal, uh, Amethysia, I think you're going first. And then uh, assuming my like, dex modifier is higher. Yeah, oh, it that is. From a and then it's Aiden and well. Fluffy. Aiden Fluffluff, and then Gary, and then Shadow Bastard, and then Salivarius. Okay, Amethysia, what would you like to do? I mean, aside from throwing holy water on him and yelling, "The power of Christ compels you." Uh, you could try. I... Who? No, 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 I don't want to do that. Um, Sal's going last. Mm-hmm. Um, he rolled He rolled a one. He's lucky to be going this week. Yeah, that's true. Well, um, I want to make sure that... Okay, so that's a bonus action. So I, bef I want, before the end of my turn, I'm going to do Bardic Inspiration as my bonus action. All right. Um, but for... Oh, wait, what is the... Uh, what's his face? Is he wearing anything? Um, he's merely shadow given form. Okay, he doesn't have metal on. <laughs> Great, got it. No. Uh, what about? So it's just it's the dude floating in the air, and then the yeah. his son, the guy's son, is dead. You, you can see a corpse behind him. Um, there is a sword on the ground near him, but I mean this corpse is very corpsey. So it's just the dude flying in the air that we're worried about? At the moment. Okay. Um, is he floating or flying? Um, I would say floating. He can fly. All right, I'm going to do Thunder Wave. Okay. Uh, he has to roll a... So, so how do you want to roll this? You just walk up and just... I'm, yeah, literally just going to straight at it and see if I can push him backwards. Um, okay. And he has to do a constitution saving throw. And he rolls, uh, plus his thing. That's got to be got? good enough, I would think. Uh, actually, it might not be. Um, he rolled a 14. Oh, and my... I think yours is uh, 13 or 14, so you probably my just My is 14. Okay. He matched it. He matched it. So give me 2d8. He will take half that okay. damage. And he won't get pushed, but that's okay. No. Uh, roll 2d8. Um, so he'll take 4 damage. Boo. That's okay. Okay. Um, Amethysia, give me another d20. Okay. That's okay. a 6. That's not bad. It's, a, it's good enough. Um, as you bring your hands together... There is a, there's just a, a massively loud, huge boom. And, I mean, you know the spell. Your friends know the spell. This creature seems almost unaffected by it. Like, it, it barely moves. Okay. Um, and then I... So I'm giving a bardic inspiration die. I'm actually going to give it to Gary. Oh, okay. Whoa. Take that, Fluffy. <laughs> hey i like fluffy most of the time i gotta support gary occasionally speaking of um aiden and fluffy what would you guys like to do uh i'll do a bow and arrow attack all right uh eight plus five 13 
plus your proficiency. So it's actually oh. uh, 15, which I think is... Yep. Okay, give me a D8. Rolled a five plus two Ten. for the bracers. Yeah, okay. ten. Plus your dex. Ah, good. Yeah. Okay, oh, so your arrow leaves your bow and just goes straight through him. It does tear off some small amount of essence from the creature. Uh, give, give me a highs or a lows. Okay, I'm going to roll, you, you say high-low, I'm going to roll a 1d100. If it's high and you say high, maybe something good. If it's low and you say high, maybe something not good. I'll say low. All right. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Um, this arrow goes straight through the creature, and it strikes the stained glass window behind him. Um, it opens like a tiny fracture and just like the tiniest beam of sunlight comes through and just like it is near the creature a clue okay what would fluffy like to do okay and so the arrow and it did no visible it damage. did some it damage just... it did some okay. damage not not as much as you would assume it would have okay well, then I'll then she'll go and try and attack and bite okay. the. Okay, G give me a movie. give me a thing. Oh, oh go yeah. fluffy! <laughs> oh, natural twenty. Okay, Good give job. me uh four dig four. Go fluffy, that's awesome. And that's okay. six, eight, eleven, 11. thirteen. Excellent. Yeah. So. Fluffy leaps forward and just tears at this shadowy creature. She's able to, like, she, she can't, there's nothing to grip, but she's able to rip away some of the essence. Gary? So wait, this thing doesn't, like, light? Probably not. Push it into the light. Yeah. Push it into the light. I was going to say, can I just keep smashing windows? Uh, you'll yeah. have to roll to get past it. Oh well, I mean, you, I'm you can sure possibly. Got... You yeah, will take an attack of opportunity, but rolling to get past it means that it'll be at advantage or not at advantage. I mean, I've got step of the wind. Oh yeah, you do too. Disengage as a bonus action, or I can yep. just jump okay. around it. I don't know. I like to imagine I can do something to avoid getting hit. Okay, yep. Yeah. I'd let you run in, step of the wind, and and just like roll right through. We all right. Well, that's me first cheat point. Oh, mm -hmm. I accidentally closed the tab. <laughs> okay. What What do you want to do now? Smash the crap out of the nearest windows. Okay. You don't have to actually give me give me d twenty roll just to see if you roll a one. It's not going to go very well for you. Six plus one plus quarter star. Yeah, yeah, plus yeah. Plus level. everything. Plus everything. That's fine. Um. You smash in a window, and the glass shatters out. More sunlight pours in, and the creature is just, like, brushed by a little bit of sunlight. Um, it maybe just drifts to the side slightly, but you can't see that you've really affected it yet. Well, He's playing it cool, guys. I'm going to punch more windows. 
Okay, you can yeah, roll me roll me an attack for for a punch. Oh, oh natural twenty. Nice. So you leap upwards and you strike forward with the palm. The entirety of a stained glass window just like pops outwards and just shatters onto the ground below. This creature is now bathed completely in sunlight, and it just it just lets out an unearthly shriek. And right. it's its turn. I don't know if that did anything to it, guys, but I like to think it did. <laughs> now, I actually gave this creature, like, a random set of things it can do, so I'm going to roll a d6. And that's a 1. That's okay. It explodes. Okay. Um, before you, you guys can see the ghost of... Let's see, which one do I not like? Mm, that one. Okay. You guys can see the ghost of the um, of the the nobleman in the kitchen. Davidisaka simply grabs its face, and you can just see the essence of this person just being drawn into the creature. And he recovers. Oh, quite a bit. And he just you just see him getting healthier. Like it's like its essence is just recharged. And he is going to take an attack on Fluffy, because Fluffy attacked him. And that's going to be a complete miss. So Yay. he goes to swing at Fluffy, but she's able to dart back and forward. And we're going to do Sal's turn next week, because I really have to rush back to work, unfortunately. Take that, Sal. How many windows are there i got to break? Y you've broken enough. This, this area is now bathed in sunlight. Alright. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody! Thank you. I wonder if they did anything. Feel free to talk to us soon, it'll be great. Quad Culture Plays D&D is an independent creation, put together by myself and the other people you would listen to. I'd love to thank Gavin, the Miracle of Sound Gun, for the use of his music. Please go buy it all, he's amazing. All the other sound effects come from internet libraries. If you have any queries, please contact us at Twitter at PodCultureDD. Until next time, be good.